Hi everyone, I'm Holly Daly and welcome to the AUSA's Army Matters Family Voices podcast. Family Voices is a product of the Family Readiness Directorate here at the Association of the United States Army. And our mission is to focus on those topics that are relevant to our Army families serving the regular Army, Army National Guard, and the Army Reserve. Today, we are happy to welcome Yvonne Coombs, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Operation Deploy Your Dress. Yvonne is also the 2020 and 2021 Armed Forces Insurance Army Spouse of the Year. I know Yvonne personally, and I also have to say she is a great Army spouse, mother, friend, and role model. Welcome back, Yvonne. We are so happy that you are joining us today, and I am ecstatic to be able to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me, Holly. I'm very, very excited about this chat. Okay, well, let's get started. So, Yvonne, would you mind telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. My name is Yvonne Coombe, and I've been an Army spouse for just over 20 years. My husband just PCS to Stuttgart, Germany, but I'm currently in Fort Carson, Colorado still, which was our previous installation. This was, I believe, our 14th PCS, the PCS to Stuttgart, so I guess 13th and a half, 14th once I complete it. We love being part of the Army community, and it's something that we entered into saying he would do his four years that he owed out of ROTC, and then we'd continue to do it as long as it was fun after that. And we're still here, so I guess we're still having fun. Well, Yvonne, thank you for sharing your journey. I, too, love our Army family and also Fort Carson. For our listeners, those who are not familiar with Operation Deploy Your Dress, can you give us some background on how you got started with ODYD and their mission? So there are five co-founders, and we like to say that this was our accidental baby. We planned to do a two-day pop-up event at Fort Bliss, Texas, back in December of 2005. We had three different units that were holding balls, and we were trying to figure out how to boost the attendance of military family members to the military balls. We find that they're very important to build camaraderie, to uphold traditions in the military, and for military families to experience them. And so we wanted to figure out a way to get more military families to attend. And we thought if we could cut the cost of the ball, that maybe more people would come. And we learned that that was the case. It wasn't that people weren't showing up because they didn't want to go. I mean, who doesn't want to get dressed up and have a fancy night? It was that it was expensive between the ball tickets, the babysitter, the dress, the hair, the makeup, you know, everything else, it all added up. And so for a lot of families, it was just too expensive. So we thought if we could take a part of that cost away, then people would come. We planned to do this two-day weekend event. We had already reserved the community center on post, and we thought we'd collect some dresses from our friends and neighbors, you know, hopefully a couple hundred dresses, put them in the community center and open it up to anybody that needed a dress, they could come and get a dress. We got a little bit of national media attention very, very quickly. And as a result, instead of getting a couple hundred dresses, we got a few thousand dresses. And so we realized that this was not going to go away anytime soon. And we needed to figure out what to do with these dresses until we could distribute them. So we were able to get a space on post in an old gift shop that had recently shut down. The garrison commander said, use this until you get rid of your dresses. I'm happy to support. We learned that dresses are kind of like rabbits and they multiply very quickly. So even as we were giving dresses away, more dresses were coming in because people saw the need and they had the desire to help. Then we thought, okay, let's just see if we can just keep doing this. So we opened up a shop on Fort Bliss. 
six months later, I was moving to Fort Eustis. We decided to see if it would work elsewhere. So we reached out to the spouses club there. They embraced us with open arms and we opened up a shop at Fort Eustis and it just kind of kept rolling from there. We like to say that this ball kept rolling and we just ran along beside it, trying to just guide it in the right direction. Operation of Player Dress has at times had a mind of its own. We've just helped guide it in the right direction. So just out of curiosity, do you remember how many dresses you gave away at your very first opening? So the very first opening that we had was that two-day weekend opening that we were supposed to do on Fort Bliss. And I want to say that we gave away about 200 dresses that first weekend. We had people lined up out the door and we were doing everything we could to, I mean, it was all discovery learning for us. You know, we now do a pop-up event with you guys with AUSA Family Programs every year. We're about to do our fourth year of doing them. So we kind of have a skeleton to follow with that, but back then we had nothing. So we were just discovery learning, figuring out how to do this. And it was organized chaos, I think. You know, nowadays we're a lot more organized and less chaos. Then it was more chaos and less organized. But I think it was about 200, 250 dresses that first time. That's fantastic. So you were mentioning as the ball was rolling and you were expanding, ODYD now has several brick and mortar shops. And can you tell us about where they're located and if you have any plans for opening any new ones in the future? So we have 11 shops currently. We have Fort Bliss, Texas, Fort Eustis, Virginia, JBLM, Washington, Fort Irwin, California, Fort Benning, Georgia, Fort Stewart, Georgia, Fort Hood, Texas, Fort Carson, Colorado, Fort Drum, New York, in Kaiserslautern, Longstuhl, Germany. We're about to open Fort Rucker, Alabama at the end of the month, which we're really excited about. And later in early fall, we'll also be at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. I think I got them all. If I forgot one, I apologize to whoever I forgot. It doesn't mean I love you guys any less. We love all of our shops equally. Wow, that is fantastic. And to even hear that you have one over in Germany. The Germany one was so much fun. We always wanted to go international. We never knew exactly when and how we were going to be able to do it. We had a spouse. Heidi, who was the Spouses Club president at Fort Bliss when we first started teaming up with Spouses Club. And she ended up going over to Germany. When she got there, she reached out and she's like, we need one here. She happened to be the Spouses Club president there as well. And she said, let's do this. And so it was a much easier transition than we thought it was going to be because we were working with a familiar face. So you had mentioned about how we do a pop-up event here at AUSA headquarters. And we do have some details on an upcoming one. But I wanted to also touch on how AUSA and ODYD has been teaming up together since 2017. Do you mind enlightening our listeners on the importance of the AUSA chapter relationship with ODYD and your current Pikes Peak chapter involvement? You know, when we first started working with family programs back in 2017, it was like, we're here to help military families. AUSA is here to help military families, so let's do this together. So it was very exciting whenever we first started working with family programs at AUSA. It's great because at AUSA National, you guys are able to connect us with the different chapters in the areas of the military installations that we have shops. And those chapters are able to team up with the shops and say, hey, we have those connections outside of the gates for you. And so, yes, you're here to serve the military community. But we also have connections into that civilian community that's wanting to bridge that gap between the military and the civilian community. So let us help facilitate that. 
here at Fort Carson, I can speak to because this is where I am and this is where I have poured a lot into not just Operation to Play Your Dress, but AUSA. I sit on the Pike Peak AUSA Executive Committee. Honestly, I think within the first two weeks of being here back in 2019, they reached out and embraced us with open arms. And it was through that connection with AUSA Family Programs and Operation to Play Your Dress that I was connected to this chapter. And it was more than just, she has this dress shop that we think you guys might think is kind of cool. You should connect with that. It was, let me introduce you to this military spouse, not just Yvonne Coombs with Operation to Play Your Dress. Let me just introduce you to Yvonne Coombs. So I was brought in to be part of their executive committee. I sit as the vice president of special programs and special events. And, you know, when I first joined, I didn't know if this would just be something that I did for the remainder of that board year, if it was something that I did for a year, if it was something I just did for two years, but this entire chapter has become a family to me. And I couldn't imagine not having them be part of my life and me be part of their chapter while I'm here in Fort Carson and beyond. Well, I can say that we are wholeheartedly grateful that you are part of the AUSA family. When ODYD and AUSA are together and supporting our families, it's a win-win all the way around. I couldn't agree more. So you had mentioned about our pop-up event here at AUSA. Did you want to tell us a little bit more about that sneak peek coming up? So this is going to be our fourth pop-up event teaming up with AUSA. It happens in the D.C. area at the AUSA headquarters in Arlington. And when we originally started doing this, we were trying to figure out a way to support the military families in the National Capital Region. And it's a little bit difficult to put a shop there because although there are so many military families in this area, they're so spread out. So to choose if we're going to put a shop at Fort Belvoir or if we're going to put a shop at Fort Meade or Fort Myer, to choose where that shop would go that would still adequately support everybody was a very hard decision to make. But to say, hey, let's just gather all of our efforts, really hyper-focus on one weekend a year and support as many military families as we can in that one week in a year, it made sense. So we tried it one year. It worked pretty well. We tweaked a few things. The next year, we were overwhelmed with how much better it worked, and every year, it's gotten better and better. And so we were bummed that the past two Aprils, we weren't able to do it April 2020 or April 2021 because of COVID, of course, but we're excited to say that we are going to be holding our annual pop-up event on September 11th of this year at AUSA headquarters in downtown Arlington. That is so exciting because I know I've attended them in the past and I'm really excited to attend it this year. So to our listeners, look for more details to come, but please know that this date is subject to change or be canceled due to changes in COVID regulations and policies. And we will keep you informed of any changes and appreciate all your understanding. So Yvonne, opportunity came knocking on your door during COVID. Could you tell our listeners about the virtual ODYD Bridal Boutique? You know, COVID was hard for everybody, and a lot of dress shops, including bridal shops, had excess inventory. And normally, we don't do anything with bridal because usually our rule for receiving a dress is you have to have a military or dependent ID card. So most of the people with a military or dependent ID card that we're serving are military spouses, meaning they've already been married. They don't really need a bridal gown. But we did receive 
a message from Revelry, which is a bridal and bridesmaid company that said, hey, we've got about 250 bridal gowns that we would love to donate to you guys. They're brand new with tags, and we would love to donate them to what you guys do. And so we really thought hard and long on whether or not to accept these dresses, and if so, how we were going to accept these dresses and how we'd be distributing these dresses. Our shops didn't really have the space to have them sitting in a shop, and so we didn't want to get them and then send them out to all of our shops. You know, we didn't want them just sitting there because, again, people needed a military ID to get dresses. And so we thought about another way that we could still take the dresses and support the military community. So what we did is we took the dresses. We had a great organization here called Salvation Army of the Fountain Valley Corps. So it's one of the branches of the Salvation Army that's here in the Colorado Springs area. They had some space that they offered us. And so we have a small little dress shop plus a distribution center in their building. And we said, let's do this virtually. So we did some pilot rides and really kind of worked some kinks out of what we were going to be doing. And we realized that the ways to best distribute these dresses is we also needed to expand who we were distributing to. So now you can receive a bridal gown with one degree of separation from the military ID, meaning a fiance can get the dress for their future bride. A military service member or a military spouse can get a dress for their daughter who may have aged out of their ID card but they're going to be getting married. And we realized that we're still supporting military families because that's still a huge hit on a military family, even if it's a military daughter that no longer qualifies for an ID and for those types of services, we can still support the military family by giving them this dress. We did about 10 pilot brides before launching the program. We have what's called BRT Bridal Recon Team, and they do these virtual Zoom meetings with these brides to go over the best fit for them. And then we box them up and we mail them all over the country. And we've even mailed all over the world. We've mailed a couple dresses to Germany already. We've been very successful in fitting our brides with their dresses virtually. And so we're just really, really excited to be able to support the military community in another way with these bridal gowns. Wow, that is so exciting. I wish you were around when I first got married to my husband. That would have been great to receive a bridal gown in the mail. As military spouses, oftentimes when you're welcoming somebody into your new neighborhood or into your new unit, you kind of show up with a plate of cookies or something to say, hey, welcome to the family. So this is ODYD's way of welcoming new military brides to the family is we're showing up at their doorstep with a bridal gown. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So ODYD is really just blooming and expanding. It's fantastic. May I ask you, what are your hopes and dreams for the future of ODYD? Obviously, we want what we already have built to be able to continue for future military families to be able to benefit from them. We would love to be able to get our shops into as many military installations as we can. We're all Army spouses that have started this. So, of course, our heart is with the Army, and we'd love to get into all of the Army installations that we can, but also to branch out to the other branches installations as well and just support as many military families as we can. The need is there. The desire to help is there. So we just want to be able to continue to facilitate this and help as many military families as possible. Well, we are so grateful for the whole ODYD family. Thank you so much for what you're doing for our military families, and we love you guys. 
So for our listeners, they just heard how you and ODYD have helped our military families and you always continue to help them. You have also continued to make a difference throughout 2020 and 2021 as the Army Military Spouse of the Year. Can you tell us more about what you have done with this opportunity? With COVID, it was a little bit hard, I think, on all of us who were selected as Military Spouses of the Year during 2020. We have military spouses selected at most of the installations across the world, not just Army, but all branches of service. And then we also have a military spouse that's selected for each branch of service as the overall representative. And it was hard for us because we got selected right as COVID was starting. So a lot of the things that we were selected for kind of hit the brakes on everybody, right? So the things that we were selected because we were doing, we weren't able to really do those things anymore. For Operation to Play Your Dress, it was hard, and we were trying to figure out how we could still stay connected with our followers, stay connected with the family members that we're trying to help and with the supporters that are trying to support what we're doing. And we got a little bit creative. We did some fun things, like we did a dress-up-at-home challenge where we encouraged people to get out of your yoga pants or your sweatpants and your pajamas and just put on a fancy dress and go out and do something every day, even if it's social distancing. Just go out and do it just so that you can kind of feel good about yourself for that moment. And really, it was just supposed to be fun, but we realized how much we missed doing our hair or putting on a nice dress or putting on some makeup and how it really kind of gave you a mental boost in that moment. And, you know, I put on a big poofy ball gown, like full on skirt ball gown and went and jumped on a trampoline. And you know how much fun that was? Like who does that? But it didn't matter. It was so much fun. Took pictures and shared it. And it was so much fun to see what other people were doing. We had people cleaning toilets in their ball gown. We had people walking their dogs in their ball gown. Like it was so much fun to see people get creative with it have fun with it, and also get the feedback from them saying, thank you for doing this. It was so much fun to be able to just stop for a second and put on lipstick, you know, and stuff like that. So that was a fun thing for us to do. Outside of Operation of Play Your Dress, I was very fortunate through the Pikes Peak AUSA connection that I was able to continue to serve the military community. So at Christmas time, I was able to help coordinate a reindeer ruck where we delivered toys for military families. And we were also delivering military families Thanksgiving meals, and we did it all very safely and social distance-wise, but I was able to still connect and do things for the community, whereas some of my counterparts, they were very much locked down and they didn't have those same opportunities. So I feel like I was fortunate. Well, thank you, Yvonne, for sharing about the MSOI program, which is very impactful. But I do have to say, hearing that, I now have new hopes for myself. And that hope would be when the next time I come out to Fort Carson, I'll be able to put on a gown and jump on the trampoline with you. Absolutely. It's a date. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also have seen firsthand the dedicated love and support that you give as a spouse and a mother and also that you continue to give to all our soldiers and families. You have a saying, and if you don't mind me asking, what does Together We Will mean to you? So Together We Will was actually printed on the back of my volleyball shirt whenever I was in high school, and our coach really drilled home to us that you can do anything when you're doing it together. You know, you are a team. When you're trying to do things independently and just kind of spin around and do your own things, a lot of times a lot of wasted energy when you could just team up together and do things. And so I've definitely carried that through my life since high school as things are just better together. They're more fun. They're more effective. 
so why not do them together? And so that's what I try to do anytime I'm doing something is bring in as many people as possible. And it's not about getting a spotlight on it. It's about just having a more effective way of doing something. I just think that you can just do so much when you team up and you do it together instead of working against each other or working alone. And so that's kind of what together we will mean to me. Well, thank you for sharing that because you definitely have brought to life together we will. Thank you. Well, Yvonne, it's always, always a pleasure to talk with you, and we will look forward to you joining us again. We would like to give you the last word. Do you have any final thoughts you would like to provide to our listeners? Honestly, and this is not meant to be a plug or anything, but I really think that people need to reach out and find their AUSA chapter that's closest to them because it has really, really benefited me to help me feel like I'm at home wherever I go when I can plug into that AUSA chapter and really learn what is in the community outside of the gates as well as inside of the gates. And I just think that AUSA does such a good job and those local chapters do such a good job of being able to bridge that civilian to military gap. And so I think that everybody should reach out and find their local chapter and see if there's some sort of fit there for them. Oh, thank you for saying that. And, you know, we're all in this together, or as you would say, together we will. Yes, For anyone who would like to connect with the AUSA chapters or ODYD, please know that we're here for you, or you can reach out to us or go online and connect with your local chapters. So, Yvonne and our listeners, our time has come to an end to close this episode of Family Voices Podcast. Yvonne, all of us here at AUSA would like to thank you for sharing your continuous journey with us. And to our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as we have, and we welcome your feedback and recommendations for future subjects. In line with AUSA's overall mission to educate, inform, and connect, the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate It's dedicated to providing Army families the tools, resources, and connections needed to build and enhance resiliency and to manage the ins and outs of the military life journey. Let us be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you. To all our listeners, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army the U.S. Army's Professional Association, member-supported, Army-connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army, our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at AUSA.org. Have a great Army day. Hua. Cool.